Welcome to The Author Life, a limited edition podcast series featuring Jeff Elkins, where we document Jeff's journey from a desperate author to a thriving small business owner. Welcome to episode five of The Author Life podcast. In this session, Jeff and I are going to be talking about archetype stories. So uh, we, we get into the importance of starting with a specific problem that your potential customer has, uh, how you can identify the counter argument they have before it's raised. So uh, they are going to uh, come up with reasons why they don't need your particular uh, goods or service, and we can, we can anticipate that ahead of time. We can talk about how framing a good fit from both sides in an authentic and, uh, and uh, positive light can help everyone. Uh, we talk about checking off the emotional wins, and I share my one of my favorite client lines uh, with Jeff, which is 100% true, and I have 100% success rate at this, which is, quote, my job is to put myself out of a job. Uh, so whatever business, service business you're building, especially if it's uh, a coaching or teaching component, uh, you really should get folks to a place where they don't need you anymore. And that was always my goal. And, uh, and like I said, I have 100% success rate on that, so, so I'm proud of it. All right, let's get into the conversation Jeff and I have around these topics for this session. Man, your edits were amazing. I just want you to walk me through them. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. Let's do it. Okay. Um, all right. So let's start here. Uh, yeah. So I love, um, first of all, this was a good, this is a really good first draft. Like I know oh, you, you, you felt like you weren't like, weren't too sure about it, but um, really the, the thing that, that I'm going to continue pushing you on, which is just funneling down to the specifics, okay. like the more specific you can be in, in any regard of this language, the more people are going to connect with it. And I know it's a bit counterintuitive because like, well, if I get too specific, then I'm, aren't I eliminating people? Um, sort of, yeah, but you're, you're also, you're eliminating the people who, who probably aren't the ones you're going to want to work with anyways, okay. based on your archetype. Okay. So like the, like the first comment's a good example, right? You, you've had, you know, you've taken courses, read books on craft, you've spent hours upon hours hammering, hammering out words. Okay. Um, we, we, we go like almost, you know, this whole first paragraph, I don't think you say anything about dialogue. I don't. Yeah. So like, I think you need to, like, you need to hit that like right on the nose as soon as possible. Like I would even, um, this is tricky because you don't want to like, you don't want to like call somebody out, but like, are, are there, is there anything on dialogue that you could drop here that people would like understand uh, without, see, it's tricky. Like I would say, well, is there a book on dialogue? Like, but if you say, well, you've read this book on dialogue and that wasn't enough, you're kind of putting down that book on dialogue. Yeah. That's not what you want to do, right? No, I don't. So I think um, we need some way of, of being specific and saying like, You've tried something for your dialogue and it's not working. Okay. And I, I don't know exactly what that is right now. I, I, you know, I thought about, um, what about that technique where people will either like read it out loud or record it or have the computer read it back to them? Yeah. 
Well, something, yeah, that something like that might work. Okay. But I think that first paragraph, you want to get really specific about their problem because like we talked about, they're, they're not coming to you. Um, they're not coming to you for general craft. They're not coming to you for cover design advice. Yeah. Book description advice. Like they, I would get really specific, even if you have to shorten that paragraph and just get like right to the heart of it about the dialogue. I think that's critical. Okay. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think so I can talk about like Google searches for dialogue help. Editors told you your dialogue doesn't sound real. Like, yes. I think I can get specific like that. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, yeah, exactly. So, so, um, you know, that's also you know, the same thing. Like, if you're getting specific about the failures, then also you want to get specific about what they're looking for. Okay. So like, you, you know, you say your stories haven't gone viral. Um, we need a, we need a way of being more aspirational about the transformation. Cause what you're doing there, I don't know if you did this on purpose or not, but you did a really good job of sort of planting the seed about like, here's what you're going to look like at the end. Ah, uh, I but, was. But, yeah. But what you did is you did it with like a, a negative slant. Like your <sighs> stories haven't gone viral. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you need yeah, yeah. to, like there's going to be some like, um, maybe, maybe this, this might be a, an approach. Like if you're looking for something aspirational for people to say, okay, I want my dialogue to be so good that it's going to be this. What about like an, an audio word? like the audiobook awards. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. you can say, you know, your you you could say, you know, your book hasn't even hasn't won an audi. In fact, it hasn't even been nominated. You know, almost like a tongue in cheek, but like you what you're doing is you're you're recognizing that the dialogue would be so good that it would win an audiobook award. Gotcha. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh like the, the last comment on that paragraph too, again, like getting more specific, <laughs> a small number of people, I'd be like your mom and your brother-in-law. I, I love that. I love that. Cause it's so true too. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's who reads the first of all of our books. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, this was, it was so great that you did this. Yeah. Like you're, you're the worst. This is the worst. <laughs> and everyone, everyone who reads that's going to go like, Oh, oh like, <laughs> cringe. like, yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Really funny. Uh, yeah, good. I, I, yeah, this uh, the second paragraph. I love that. Um, I love the the visceral nature of this description. I love the fact that you took us there. Um, you know, you you uh, unfolded that situation. Uh, you set up the expectations um, about you know what what you thought were going to happen. Um, th I, that whole paragraph's great. I love it. Great. I lost um, my I lost my visceralness in the third paragraph though. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so like I think in this one, um, this is where you can get a little dialogue. You know, yeah. you could even do a mini conversation here um, yeah. and tell us like what did they say exactly? And and I'm I'm guessing it's very passive aggressive, condescending type of. Maybe I think what they actually said is this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. like, like something your mom or your brother-in-law would say. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's great. I think if you can uh, get get specific on that and, like I said, use dialogue, that'd be cool. Okay. Uh, so next paragraph. Yeah, next paragraph is, you know, paint the scene for us in the office. Um, you know, are, I, I'm, I'm envisioning like it's late at night, like your, your top button's undone, your tie is loose, like it's dark, you're the only one there. Your, you know, heads in your hands. Like this could be completely fiction, but like this is the the vision. This is like the image gotcha. I see of this. Okay. Um, so I, I would go for that sort of emotional resonance of like, you know, like you thought it was it was going to be a celebration, and you're just kind of grieving at your desk. Yeah. Um, and like it said, you know, you said I, I stare at the work I'd created. I stared at the work I'd created and, and I loved. Again, I would be like, I spent four weeks or 37 hours or, you know, gotcha. 49 revisions. Like give us something, something specific there. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then that, that last sentence, I was thinking like, the, the definition of monomuff is everything sounds the same. Yeah. So you can kind of play with that a little bit. You know? I really liked that. It's like a 30 something year old kid. It was really <laughs> great. I laughed really hard when I read that. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of self-deprecating humor too. You know, I think people will like, they kind of, they'll like that. See, yeah, you, yeah. you know, like a regular person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All I've got going for me. So it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I was impressed with the next two paragraphs because, uh, you didn't, you didn't come up shy on that last paragraph on the first page. Well, I just uh, copy and pasted what we had in the story brand. So I, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, in addition to writing, yeah. <laughs> Like, no man say so, like i want to like tell us exactly how many novels and you did that so that was good i'm glad you didn't uh you didn't okay well if this was my third draft we won't tell you what my first one looked like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you're you're establishing credibility there and i think what's important about that paragraph that you nailed is is that you're an expert on dialogue but you're in the trenches like you're doing gotcha. this too and I, I, you know, I might be biased. This might be confirmation bias, but I feel like I, my best clients are the ones who say to me, I came to you because you're a writer too. So I think you can't underestimate that. Like, I think that's a, because what they're saying is like, you get me. Whereas yeah. I think some people who work with editors who only edit feel a disconnect there. As if like, you know, you're getting critiqued, but you don't know how this feels, even though they do. Like, it's not true, but like, that's the perception. So I, I love the paragraph and establishing your credibility. And you're basically saying, yeah, I'm doing this too. I'm right here with you. Okay. All right. So second page. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Again, this comes back to what in our opening. Yeah. So I would, I would rework this paragraph in um, what have they done to improve their dialogue? Gotcha. And, and here's like, here's where you might consider if there are specific things like, 
what you're doing is you're disarming the argument that, well, why do I need you, Jeff? I could just get this book, right? Gotcha. And, and one, of the, one of the most persuasive elements of copy editing or copywriting is acknowledging the argument before the reader can make it. So the way that goes in this part is you say like, you know, you've read this book and you've taken this course and those are excellent. I've taken them too. And now you're ready to take it to the next level with, with some personal attention or some gotcha. specific coaching. Like you're acknowledging that, yes, those books are good and you did the right thing and I like them too. And now let's level up. Okay. That's a real positive way of not like shit. Yeah, I really like that. Because it's yeah. not like, and, and those are crap. Yeah. And that's why you Googled my site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Next paragraph. So this is, um, you can totally do this the way you want. This is more my voice, but I, I always try and frame the early interactions with potential clients, even in the sales copy, as we have to be a good fit for each other. Yeah, I really liked that change. I think that, mm -hmm. and that's, I really struggled with this part of like, you're gonna send me an application and then if you decide to work with me, like, well, clearly you just sent me an application, so I'm deciding to work with you. Yeah. It's like that like weird. You're like, no, I don't wanna decide, you decide, you decide. Yeah. <laughs> you pick, you pick. <laughs> yeah. Like me, like me, like me. No, yeah. So, so I really liked that chain. I thought it was really good. 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 Yeah. Um, this was the hardest paragraph for me to write. Which one? The, is oh, the this, okay. The I'd yeah. like to help you. Yes. Was the most difficult for me to write. Good. That's good. Cause I, I didn't, uh, it didn't, it didn't, um, seem that way for me. Oh, uh, good. I like that. Um, in okay. fact, I really liked that, that last sentence. Um, again, I think it's because you're specific, like they're going to see themselves, they're going to see them, their friends, uh, quoting dialogue to other people in their head. Yeah. I love that. I love that specific image that you show them. Cool. Which is the best feeling in the world. So yeah. that may be something I have to talk about later. I had a reader once, um, email me and call me a nickname that I had called one of the, the oh. two characters in one of my novels call each other. They tease each other. They call each other Muffy and Buffy. <laughs> and I had a, a, just in one scene, like it's just what they're going to like a fancy restaurant. So they walk in and one of them's like, Muffy, we need to. And the other one's like, Buffy. Uh, and so I had this reader email me just that Muffy. And I was like, no way. Yeah, oh, so nice. It, it was fun. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> when somebody quotes your characters, it's like, this is amazing awesome yeah okay so um you wanted to talk about the next paragraph yes uh, the um promises yes um i this is a tough one and, and uh, i don't know if i have a specific answer for you i like I like some type of guarantee. I think that really instills some confidence and I think that lowers the barrier a bit. But here's my question. Let's say, um, and this, this can happen, this has happened to me. Someone interviews really well 
right? And then you get into the story with them and you're three chapters in and you're like, oh, this is not going to work. What do you do? Yeah, that's a good. And, and I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's kind of what's gotten... happening with my ghostwriting right now. Really? Yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, this isn't, we are not a good fit. Ah. Um, but I'm stuck. Yeah. Well, I'm frozen. He has to send me stuff and it's been four weeks. Oh, wow. Well, four weeks ago I sent him an email that was like, I can't move forward until you, I'm about to finish all the material we have. I can't move forward until you send me this thing. And then two weeks ago, my partner sent him an email that was like, Hey, we just want to remind you that like we need these. And he responded to the first email. It's like, yeah, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. And then two weeks ago, my partner sent him an email. I was like, Hey, we just want to remind you that like we, mm. we need these things to move forward. Like we're actually to the end now yeah. where we finished chapter eight. We have to write nine, 10 and 11, but we need your stuff uh. to write those. And he was like, Oh, I'll get it to you next Monday. And then another week passed. We didn't get it. And my partner wrote an email. It was like, we're stopping work until we get these things from you. And he was like, Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, you'll get it as soon as I'll get it to you right away. And it's been a whole nother week. I have nothing. Wow. So like, yeah, it's, it is, it, it is one of those moments where I want to be like, I'm going to send you the eight chapters I've written and we can just call this. stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I think that's good. You're having this experience then because like I, th I think it would be rare, but it's, it's possible. And I don't know if you want to set yourself up for that in, on the, in the, on the sales page. Yeah, I don't. I think you're right. There, when we get to the, when we get to the contract piece, this is the kind of thing you can put pretty, pretty harsh language in the contract that basically says, you know, if you suck, I'm out. Or if you don't gotcha. do the work, I'm out. Like, so I, I think, um, let's put a pin in the money back thing. Like, there might be, uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I think we have to put a pin in the money back thing until we know what the packages are going to be. Because oh, like, I, I would give a money back guarantee on like a one chapter diagnostic. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's going to be a dick and they can ask for their money back on that? Probably yeah. nobody. And if they did, you give it to them. Yeah. But like, if someone asks for their money back after like a full novel, like, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. And <laughs> with with my financial situation, it's likely I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's we'll we'll move on, but just keep okay. that in mind. Like I said, I think that's something you can address that specifically in in the contract. But as far as the sales copy goes it might be best just not to even mention that. Yeah. I'll just pull that paragraph for now. Yeah. And like when you get to like the pricing table for your different products, that's where you could put like money back guarantee and just put it on the one that you would be gotcha. willing to do that for. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these, these next two paragraphs, uh, it, it, it read to me as if you were saying like, don't worry. No matter what, you can always back out on me. <laughs> it's never too late to pull the plug. I'd back out on me too. So you could do You're totally, yeah. I didn't intend for it to sound that way, but I 100% see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, um, this is probably in the, the point in the sales copy where you want to be, 
checking off the emotional wins. Okay. So that like, um, so like they are, you don't want to do features. Like you don't want to tell them like they're going to get like plush seats and air conditioning and power windows, but like you want to tell them how it's going to, how it's going to feel when they're done. I I just, I would just think on that and, and, and swap that out for these two paragraphs. Okay. Because really what you're, what you're saying, like people, people buy on emotion. They don't buy on yeah. logic, right? So um, you want them to have this emotional image of themselves, of their future self after going through this. Okay. Uh, I like this paragraph. Um, and I think like this is where you could get even a little more specific on uh, wasting time and money. Okay. How do you mean by that? So, um, you know, you could, like this paragraph could be like, you know, you could keep paying editors who are not paying attention to your dialogue. Um, You could keep publishing, spending money on covers for books that don't sell. Like I, I would see like definitely focusing on, on the waste of time and money. So, If they don't, if they don't use you, how are they wasting time and money? Okay. Gotcha. Here, like, I got to be honest with you. The chance of me reading aloud the scenes we're working on is practically zero. (laughs) Because I feel so confident in what you're doing with me. I don't feel the need. And that is a massive amount of time. If I had to do that on my own, if I had to sit down and read my novel out loud to myself. Yeah hours right yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah okay all right uh let's see here okay so this last paragraph thank you for that compliment by the way i really appreciate i don't want to let that pass without saying thank you for that what's that thank you for that compliment i didn't want to let that pass without saying oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely man yeah uh so yeah i think i think what you I'm pretty sure that you and I are the same here and that we sort of want people to graduate, right? Like we want them yeah. to learn this skill and then go, right? So I think that's a great way to kind of pull this to a close. And the way that you, that you can do it that's in alignment with StoryBrand is think about the proud father on the sideline as his son or daughter makes the winning shot, scores the winning goal, crosses the finish line, um, paint that picture of your client uh, having success and waving goodbye to you. And the reason I like that imagery is because you're, what you're, what you're saying you're not going to do is you are not going to upsell them every three months. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that. I really hate that. Um, I think it's fine to, to, to have a lead funnel of some kind and bring someone in. But like once they're in, like that constant upsell just drives me yeah. nuts. So this yeah. is the antithesis of that. This is like, not only am I, am I not going to upsell you, but like my job is to kick you out of the nest and watch you fly away. Gotcha. So however you can kind of communicate that, I think it's a great way to kind of round this out. Okay. Uh, kind of coming full circle. And, and this is where you could even do a callback to – 
some of the stuff you mentioned in the first couple paragraphs. Okay. Um, you know, some of the successes or some of the ways someone's going to measure their success, kind of, you can show them doing that at the end. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Cool. Um, for the second script, I have two questions. Yep. Do I need a second script? I don't think so. Okay. I think Our, um, it was a good exercise for you to write to. I yeah. Hope. Oh, um, yeah. It was great. Yeah. And I think it's the kind of thing where, um, like, we're, I mean, we're, we're doing a lot of good research and groundwork, and I feel pretty confident that you're nailing your archetypes, but we, we might not be. And you might get into a few conversations and say, you know what? Um, I, I really, I'm really not getting the not yets and the, and the newcomers. I'm really seeing more second lifers and flirtatious possibles. And, that, and that's when we can kind of go back and tweak it. We can pull from this. So I, I don't yeah. think you necessarily need two. Uh, I think this is good to have though and uh, and kind of keep it in your back pocket in case we kind of see evidence that, you know, it's not who we thought it was. Gotcha. Um, and I, I, my take on reading, on writing this script was like, I came away from working on this thing and going, I, I, if I'm going to shoot for a client, I want to shoot for the client that's got their crap together. Like yeah. I want to shoot for the first client. Yep not the second client. Not that there's anything wrong with the second client. Like I was the second client for a while, but it's just like, who do I want to work with? Yeah. And since I'm building this slow and I have time, like I'm not in a rush to do it. I have time to like, you know, roll this out and figure it out slowly and build a client list. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to like get a ton of client. Cause I think the flirtatious possibles and second lifers might be easier clients to quick grab. Yeah. Um, because I'm going to have to earn some trust with the not yet's and the tenacious newcomers, but I don't mind taking time to earn that trust. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. There's no doubt that retirees with some disposable income is the low hanging fruit, but yeah, that's, that's not who you want to work with. So, well, and everybody I know that does author services besides you goes for that crowd. Mm -hmm. like that's that's the crowd that they're shooting for and yeah. um i don't want to go i don't want to do that because uh, it's low-hanging fruit but it's a crowded orchard yeah and I, I i'll tell you man the the most satisfying clients i've had have been the ones who are like just feed me like i want this mm -hmm. so badly i want to get i want to get better at this i'll do anything you tell me to do i i don't care i'll put the time into it those clients are so satisfying. And I think yeah. you're much more likely to get those with this first group than you are the second. Okay. Um, what's my next step this week? All right. So I think, um, do you have any, and you're going to laugh. Do you have any professional headshots that we've taken in the past five years? I do. Yeah. Okay. I happened to, to go to like a weird writer retreat and somebody took them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the next, the next phase, well, I, I clearly like you'll do some revisions on this, on this first sales copy. Um, and we can go over those. Maybe, maybe we'll go over those uh, next week. Yeah. But I also want to start looking at 
uh, visuals for your site. Okay. So I think like there's some level of, of stocks that are going to be okay, yeah. but we definitely need you. Okay. And if you have professional headshots that, that are going to work, I think that's where we start. Okay. Um, related question. Do you have any pictures of you working with other people in like an office setting? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't. And I don't think I can get those right now. Yeah. It's probably not, <laughs> probably not going to happen right away. So that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. um, th that's kind of like a level two, I think. Um, okay. that cause those shots, really sort of cement the like teacher yeah yeah persona. like we're doing this um, together but we don't need those right away but i do think we need we do need your face right away like that's okay that's what's going to build um yeah that that's what starts to build the trust especially gotcha. if we if we talk more about like media podcast yeah. youtube kind of going in that direction we definitely need your presence on that page so when i do you want me to start rebuilding that page with the sales copy? Let's do the revisions on this first. Okay. And make sure it's really tight and we like it. Okay. Then I would say, then, then the next step would be to put the new sales copy on the page. And then the third step would be um, looking at the structure. And from what I can remember, it's a pretty solid template. Um, we would want a lead magnet above the fold. Yeah. We could talk about the Z formation. So the way people see a website, right? They go oh, across the top, down yeah. to the left and across to the right. Okay. Um, so we'll place elements in that line of fire there. But I, I, I think the, the template or the, um, the theme you have there is going to work for that. So okay. I think once the sales copy is in place and once we have some pictures of you, we can kind of play around with the layout. Because then I think once we get once we get the sales copy written and then the visuals placed and sort of the lead magnet placed, I think the next thing probably a few weeks, maybe two weeks out is revisiting the packages that you're going to offer and sort of yeah. working those into. Gotcha. Um, for the lead magnet, this was something I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. So you said last week the lead magnet wants to, cre should create the need for my service in some way that like they should read it and be like, Oh yeah, this is why I was playing with that a lot with something like, um, you know, 10 reasons dialogue is critical to your story. Do that. Okay. Yep. Uh, this is where you really want to focus on giving them the what and having them pay for the how. Okay. Cause I was looking at my current lead. I wrote a, I put together a fast lead magnet, which is like just a one page PDF. Okay. Um, there's been like probably 30 people that have come to the site. Um, none of them have taken it. So, uh, okay. <laughs> but it is 100% the how it's like, yeah, here's like seven ways to improve your dialogue right now. Yeah. So I need to flip that. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And, and it might be the way it's presented too. Well, I'll have to take a look at that. Roughly speaking, um, if you have a lead magnet above the fold or, or even if you, and, or a pop-up and we can do a pop-up too, yeah. but th that should probably convert at at least 10 or 15%. Okay. Um, if it's really humming, you're probably looking at 20%, but I, I would say 10% conservatively. So you probably should have gotten at least three hits from that. 
Yeah. So that's okay. We'll, we'll, have, we'll look at that too. It could be the placement. It could be the image. Like one of the things you might want to consider, which is um, it's a bit of an expense, but not a, not a big one, but it might be worth it, is paying to have a cover made for it. Oh, yeah. I've done that. 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Um, the 100covers.com would make you a, a cover for 100 bucks. Okay. A custom one. Uh, but I think that would be like that really says pro and it, and it gives it some gravitas. Like it looks more like it looks more than like a book than a PDF. Gotcha. Okay. I will definitely do that. Yeah. Um, okay. So next, next question about that. Um, when I was considering ghostwriting, which I'm not, um, <laughs> When I was considering ghostwriting, the, the uh, advice was do it under a pen name to separate it from your fiction. Yeah. So that you can have like, people can go look at what you've ghostwritten versus your fiction. Yep. I've heard you and Zach talk about keeping the same name so that your fiction serves as like proof of concept almost. Yeah. Um, which way should I go with this? Is it more proof of concept or is it more create a second persona for this? Uh, I, I think because, because you're an expert in real life at this, I wouldn't create a new pen name or a okay. persona. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you were writing some really sort of edgy genre fiction, yeah. It might be weird, you know, like if you were writing, uh, you know, grandma reverse harem, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it be, might be kind of weird to get clients. Uh, <laughs> I told my wife about that and we were like, seriously trying to figure out what the like setting and position yeah. and all that was. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it would, it would probably work more in your favor to be you for this. Okay. Great. Yeah. That's helpful. Okay. So I'm going to finish my lead magnet. I'm going to edit through this copy. Um, and we'll come back. We'll circle back again next week. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we're not like, we're not far. I think once we have, once we have your, your landing page and your lead magnet kind of set and, and we have the pricing table with your, with your packages, mm -hmm. I, I think that's, that's, that's your MVP, you know, like awesome. that's like, okay, let's start sending traffic here Yeah, yeah. Traffic and see what happens. Cool. Um, yeah. I'm getting really pumped about the podcast thing. Um, yeah, that's going to be good. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I was talking can, to can... a friend today who's, who's going to jump in on not every session, but a couple sessions. She's actually someone I taught to write. Oh. And then she's, she's, she was one of my writers at Submersion and then a competitor stole her. Ah, nice. <laughs> and, and now she's, she is me at another company. Ah, um, she's, she's one of our, she works at tailspin that they do specifically VR, but she, um, she's a, she's the, the lead narrative writer for tailspin. Oh, dude, so, that's a great person to have on your show. Yeah. And for she's, many reasons. she's super into D and D too. Um, <laughs> so she was, we were talking about like, maybe we could just act out scripts together <laughs> on like, and then talk about the dialogue in the script. <laughs> about that. So we're probably going to do that. So yeah. excellent. Cool. All right, man. Well, thanks so much. Anything else we need to talk about tonight? 
I'm, I'm all set. So you're okay, all my set kids have started game. playing video games behind me, so that's my cue to like, can I? Yeah, time to go, Dad. <laughs> I totally, it's our room now. It's our room now. Yeah. Uh, all right, man, thanks. I'll see you next week. All right, have a good one. Bye. If you'd like to know more about starting an author business or improving the one you have, go to theauthorlife.com.